welcome back to the 1313 podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. I'm Jacob. I'm Tommy. No Jackson. Jackson is currently off being um, Uncle Sam's little baby boy. Um, so it's just Tommy and I. And the intern's not here. Somehow the 1313 podcast has returned. We took like two weeks off from like our usual episodes. Yeah, like what even happened the week before? Well, last week I had a family emergency mm-hmm. and I pulled my hamstring that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the week before that, um, we did a live show because of That's some right. conflict, of schedule conflict. Yes. And then this week we almost didn't make it again. Yeah, because I decided to face plant, literal face plant while I was riding the one wheel today. So I'm all bandaged, bandaged up, my hands torn up. I literally fell on my face, so, um, you know, like, um, when in cartoons where like somebody gets hit in the head and their head goes like, boom, and it like makes a belt. That's quite literally what my vision was like. It literally looked like I opened my eyes and everything was going like this. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> and I laid there in the dirt, just like my music was still blasting on my speaker and I kept trying to turn it off. But I kept turning it up and I was like, no, <laughs> the universe is trying to force the 1313 podcast to stop. And yeah, we said, no, they're trying to kill us. They're, they're trying to kill us. They're tearing his hands. They're giving me concussions. I, I can do everything but run now. So That's I'm just going to give it another week and then I'll start trying to nurse it back to life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, guys, make sure you check us out on all of our social media, that being Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Make sure you check out our Twitch page located on our link tree. Occasionally, we will do some streams for Battlefront 2. Also, make sure you check out um, other stuff, too. We have a YouTube channel that you're probably watching on right now. Um, Mm -hmm. If you want to check out audio, we have Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything else, uh, Google Podcasts, and we don't have iHeartRadio. And then, um, (laughs) yeah, that's pretty much all we've got. And then... uh, Everyone have a good week, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye! No, uh, also, before we begin, before we begin, and I start asking everybody how their week was, um, if you haven't already, I've mentioned this in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you should be in the Discord because it's really cool. But uh, I'm currently helping work on a film with a crew called uh, Numa Productions. That's N-O-O-M-A Productions on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, a trailer is going to drop probably like, not by the time this episode's up, but like next week episode, there's probably going to be a trailer. Um, I'm acting in it and stuff. So if you want to see that film be made, first off, they're going to be doing like a second round of funding uh, through GoFundMe. Um, so I'll probably post links to that in, in the Discord if anybody wants to help support that. And right now they have a merch store up with some pretty cool stuff. They have like, because um, the whole thing's like Templar based. They have a, um, a giant like uh, Saxon blanket. That's cool. And it looks really, really cool. So um, if you want to help support the film in any way, uh, be made, and you want to see me be a knight, go go check out their stuff. I'm sure they'd greatly appreciate it. But it's another week. It's been two weeks, actually. Yeah. Listening with you, Tom. Uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout-out to our good friend Ball to the Hess and his fiance Tamara. They're getting married tomorrow as of recording Ooh. this. So huge shout-out to them. Um, they've been dating since 2015. Or, no, 2016. Like, Dang. early 2016. So shout-out to you guys. Um, and I hope you guys have an awesome wedding. And uh, aside from that... Uh, I'm moving in in five days as of recording this. Yeah. Um, five days I move into my townhouse, and that's going to be a... Uh, there's so much more to it than you'd think. I still have to call to get the electric and the gas activated. I still have to call to get my rental insurance started, and I still have to call 
to uh, get an internet provider because currently there's no internet there. So mm. I have to get my own internet. I feel like with you getting a new place and there's an entire new setup, I feel like it might finally be time for a, uh, a collection tour update. Yeah. Unless we want to wait till uh, that thousand subscribers because we're so close. It's coming. It's coming. It's on um, its way. We should we should do that eventually. Yeah, I agree. Um, nothing really new here. Uh, I went to a pretty cool museum in Pittsburgh, uh, the Natural History and the Art Museum, uh, for a day trip. That was pretty neat. There was a lot of cool things that I had like stored in here to talk about, and I completely forgot them all. Um, but T Rexes pretty sweet dinosaur i had the itch to the whole reason why i wanted to go is because like i was just sitting here and i was like i had the itch to like see dinosaur bones i was like <laughs> i want to see it some, i want to see some dinosaur bones so i went there but connected to it was the uh, art museum and they had some wildly famous paintings um most notably uh claude monet's water lilies you've probably heard about it in first grade or if your grandma has a calendar with artwork in it it's probably in it um there was uh there was that and um uh, there was my favorite painter John Martin he's like he was like from the 1800s but all the paintings that he made were like apocalyptic and like super like end of world stuff like super cool and they had one of his paintings there but it was just a beach I was like oh this is one of his lame paintings but it was him anyway so I was I thought it was pretty cool but yeah um other than that I don't think um you ever been to Permany Bros? Franny Bros is nice, dude. I um usually when I go there, I get like chicken stuff because I like my protein. But for the first time, I had their Pitts burger, and it's uh it's like a burger, cheese, fries, coleslaw, like all. It's like because the idea of it was when Permany Brothers opened, it was like a one stop shop for like truckers and things like that. So it was like your food and your side all in one one all in the burger. Oh, and it had an egg on it too, and I had that, and it was stupid good. Like really, really with good. With an egg. It'll with never an... beat the piggy butter and cheese or jelly. That was from, really uh, good too. With a burgatory. Dude, when we were leave we were leaving uh we were in Pittsburgh the same day uh Taylor Swift was there. You may have heard of her. Um the traffic on the way in was a little bit nuts. But afterwards, um if you're in the Discord, check the Lego thing. I went to the Lego store at the Ro Ross Park Mall. And I picked up a Lego Indiana Jones set and uh, it's super cool. But we were walking out of the mall. The mall is a good like 10, 20 miles away from the stadium where Taylor was playing. You could hear the crowds just. Which day were you there? It was like the Friday that Taylor Swift okay, cause, was there. Because Jen went to the Saturday show. Oh. She was there. Yeah. That's cool. Delilah wanted to go. And I was like, if you wanted to go, you should have told me because I would have hunted for tickets. Dude, the show was three and a half hours long. I heard. I was yeah. like, that. Okay, at first I was like, the prices that they're charging are outrageous, but for three hours worth of it, it sounds like, it, okay, it might yeah. actually be worth Also, podcastception a little bit here. Um, the Creators Guild is currently live as we're recording this, uh, so I did give them a little shout-out uh, oh. in their live stream right now. So make sure, if you're not, to subscribe to the Creators Guild YouTube channel and follow them on Instagram, because mm -hmm. we are members of the Creators Guild. Even though we're not there very often, we're there. We're there. Also, something new that might be coming up is um, there's oh it's not not tomorrow when this video goes up, but next Saturday there's a con in Buffalo, New York that me and Hybrid Toys are gonna be going to. Yeah, I wanted um, to go to that. There's a there's a what are you working? Yeah, I work. Ugh. 
there's um Yondu from Guardians, Sean Gunn, and um, a bunch of other like people. I think the the guy that's named Jacob and Fantastic Beasts is gonna be there. So Hybrid wants to go, and if he's driving, I'm tagging. So uh, I just I'm I have a select few things that I'm hunting for now specifically. So I'm like, eh, might might be fun. I'm I okay. I was never con person. ICC turned me into a con person. It's just fun. So yeah. So guys, yeah. there was a, a trailer for the Ubisoft Star Wars game that came seemingly out of thin air. Yeah. In my opinion, well, I thought it all was, we had was rumors for the longest time. I yeah, I'm so stoked for this. Star Wars Outlaws is the official mm. title for the Ubisoft Star Wars game mm. releasing now in 2024. Mm -hmm. I was not expecting it to release so soon. Mm -hmm. uh, full cinematic trailer. Obviously, we haven't seen the gameplay yet. Yes, we have. They released, they released 10 minutes of gameplay the next day. I need to watch that. Then. You do need to watch it because one of the that. craziest things about it that has me outrageously hyped is um there's multiple different planets that you can go to. It's fully open world and one of the nice – there's a wanted system like GTA. Really? And uh, you could start in your ship and then you could just pilot it up and go straight into space. And then you can – from space, you can just hyperdrive to wherever. No loading screens, no nothing. You just go. That's cool. It looks really, really good. And of course, the internet is already crying and moaning because um, your character isn't fully customizable. And if I hear one more person say, oh, no, the, the main character is a woman. Uh, why is it forced with her? Why? What? I'm sorry, but uh, pretty much every single Star Wars video game. Ex ex the story ones. The story ones have had main characters that were white dudes, especially Cal Kestis. But he's a ginger, so he he's cool. Well, my <laughs> thing my thing is, it, like to me, like it doesn't matter. Like I know it's, 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 is it that it's, big of a deal? It's a story game. How can, how can they, how could it be canon if you could fully customize your character though? Like it couldn't be. The problem is now is that that concept is like with the old republic. That's like a locked thing now because you can't do that and keep it canon. Well, it's just it's just the neckbeards that are mad because it's a girl main character. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited it for it. It takes place in between episode five and episode six. Which is a really cool time place to put it in. I really like that the trailer just says, the Empire is a thing, but we're not going to be de dealing with it directly. Mm -hmm. Or so we think. Mm -hmm. But I, I like that, I hope, that well, there, it, it focuses more on the underworld. There, there, There's already some underworld parts of it, because um, in the first mission that you see in the gameplay trailer... Um, you tore, you like, you stealth your way, a very Assassin's Creed style. You, you stealth your way through this area, you get caught and then you have to, you're caught in a shootout. There's a way that you can change your blasters from like different power for like stun and for like a charge shot. And I think like a spread shot was one of them for just your stock blaster, but you could pick up other people's blasters too. That's cool. Um, but one of the cool thing is that after this mission ends, you go into like this bar in the under, like the basement of this bar where you go to like this person with the bounty. Um, that you're whatever you're doing and there's an imperial officer sitting there talking with them and they're like oh you're gonna pay a tax on basically she wants all the money that they just that you just acquired as a tax to keep like keep quiet and then your character is like no nah, thanks i'm good and then they're like cool and then they call an entire platoon you like go upstairs and all the tv screens are now like you're wanted you're wanted you're wanted and then like a giant wanted thing goes like boom across the screen that's cool it looks so cool i'm like i'm like okay Jedi Survivor was nice because it was semi-open world, but I'm really excited for this because it's true open world. 
So you can go anywhere, wherever you want. And one of the coolest things is in, in the trailer, you see the um, it's the planet that was covered in snow in Rise of Skywalker. Where you see... Um, Kijimi? Yeah, you go to Kijimi. That's like one of the stops you can make. Um, so, I don't know. This game looks really, really good. Dope. Um, I think they, they announced that and they announced their Avatar game at the same time. Also, I don't know anything about this, but this whole Star Wars Outlaws was debuted at the Xbox event, not a Ubisoft event. Hmm. And at the end of the trailer, it just says Xbox, and I think it says Steam. So I don't know if this is console exclusive. That'd be kind of lame. I kind of <clears> hope <throat> it is console exclusive, though, so I can rub it in the face. Everybody's like, oh, we can play Spider-Man. We can play <laughs> Spider-Man. That's Star Wars Outlaws. But, um, my, I think my favorite part, though, of the trailer was the commando droid with the trench coat. <laughs> I, he's think cool. that, I think he is my favorite part of the whole thing. He's giving me, like, the same vibe as K2SO. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that that it's just the fact that that's the droid they chose. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect droid to choose for a game like that. Mm-hmm. You know? I am I love it. I'm very and, excited uh, to play it. And Nyx, the uh, the little axolotl dog thing that uh, runs around with you, is voiced by D. Bradley Baker. That's hilarious. Just him going, <laughs> the entire time. So that, that'll be fun. Um, but no, yeah. Next, next year. Next year that game is coming out. So that's really, really cool. And that I think that was the one that was rumored to be a game about the Mandalorian. Yeah, that one was. Uh, so now we now that's squabbled, but I am I'm still just as excited for this. Um, I'm a big I'm a big guy in Star Wars games, and uh, surprisingly, uh, despite Breath of the Wild being my all time game, Jedi Survivor has topped it, and Tears of the Kingdom is not keeping up with Jedi Survivor. Damn, that game is fantastic. It is new. Everything's fresh. Tears of the Kingdom. Although there's a lot of fresh gameplay, all kind of feels the same as Breath of the Wild. So um, I think, Tough. unfortunately, it's probably not going to win Game of the Year, but I definitely think Jedi Survivor is deserving of it. I definitely think that they should at least get nominated. I still have to play it. Yeah. I still need to play Lego Star Wars and Skywalker Saga. You're not missing much, to be honest. <laughs> that game was like really disappointing. Yeah. Because uh, 90% of it is cutscenes. Ah. Because they did the same thing that they did with Lego Harry Potter and Lego Lord of the Rings, where it's like mostly cutscenes and very little gameplay, just because it's keeping the attention span of small children. Right. But granted, I haven't really dove into the the open worldness of the Lego Star Wars, um, where you could like travel like hyperspace and like capital ship battles. I didn't really mess like do anything with that. I was just going through the story and I stopped around episode eight because then you can really feel that the developers really stopped caring. So. um Oh, well. Tough. Tough. Anywho. But yeah, super stoked for the game. Let us know what you guys think of the Star Wars Outlaws trailer. Are you going to end up playing this game? Or are you going to end up uh, being a little crybaby? So <laughs> I have another thing here. This is probably going to take us a little bit here. Um, That's fine. Two weeks ago, when I thought we were going to be podcasting two weeks ago, um, uh, I sent out posts on our community tab and a couple other places uh, asking people if they wanted to ask us questions and we are going to be answering some questions that we have from our community. Sure. I'm super excited to do this. Um, so our first question comes from eighties kid from the nineties, who is a consistent viewer of the channel. Up, Shout man? out to you. Um, he wants to know what is your favorite star Wars film? That's an easy one. You want to go first? Yeah. My favorite star Wars movie is episode four, new hope. I like it because I really like movies from the late seventies, early eighties. 
Star Wars was the first blockbuster and you can really feel the organic production of the film uh, in the way that it's made um, from the practical effects mixed with the revolutionary special effects. I feel like it has a certain level of charm that still holds up in the 2020s, um, whereas most movies from that era do not. They all seem very dated. This one, um, if you watch it remastered, it feels pretty good still. It's timeless. Yeah. It's a timeless film. So, I don't know. It's the one that started it all. It's the only... It's my favorite of the original trilogy movies. Really? So, yeah. So, that's that's my pick. Uh, mine's pretty much what everybody else my age is. Um, Revenge of the Sith is my favorite film. Because everybody that says that they're a prequels fan only really like that movie. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, out of... The prequels are my favorite just because um, they're, like, one of the cornerstones of, like, the Clone Wars and everything that I grew up on. But Revenge of the Sith takes the cake. Just because, especially growing up with Anakin being one of my faves, um, seeing his fall to the dark side is like very emotionally impacting. And for um, something that's like such a like a kids franchise, it's such a dark movie. And um, I like things that make me feel something. I, I like to like leave a movie and be like, wow, that was that was something. So that's one of those movies that no matter how many times I watch it, I'm always like, wow. So Sweet. I love that film. Good choice. That's my second favorite Star Wars movie. My second yeah. favorite is like right now a tie between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Love also those good movies. choices. Love those movies. So our next one, Commander Cook. Shout out to Commander Cook, a fellow Guild member, a Patreon member, all the goodies. Um, he has three questions. So the first one that he has for us is, what's your best piece of life advice from your experience of life so far? Hmm, that is that's a deep one. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like well maybe you're a little bit more suited to answer this cuz you got a couple more years of life under your belt than I do. Um I'm 20. <laughs> My biggest one is everything happens for a reason. You may not realize it in the moment, you know, especially if a lot of unfortunate things are happening to you um all at once, which that can make life pretty overwhelming. But if you just have in the back of your mind the idea that everything happens for a reason and and your path has already been set for you, obviously I'm coming from a Christian point of view when I say that, but if you believe in any kind of higher power or if you don't, whatever, just life is, th things are too coincidental in life, in my opinion, to think that there's just nothing at all. Mm -hmm. So that's where my, my advice comes from is if you're dealing with a lot right now, know that at some point that's going to turn around at some point you know if you hit rock bottom in life you have the choice to either turn it around and take your life into your own hands or you can choose to just let it beat you down and then never come back from it mm -hmm. so if you're if you're struggling you have the ability to turn your life around but also knowing that your path is already set for you and you will be guided along the mm -hmm. way without even realizing it I think I would have to say, um, learn from your failure. Failure is the greatest teacher. And um, if you're going to do anything, especially while you're young, you're going to fail. You're going to mess up. You're going to do a bunch of stuff. But as long as you can get up and dust yourself off and learn from what just happened and you don't repeat your mistakes, because a fool repeats their mistakes. You don't want to live as a fool. You want to, you want to, you want some positive character growth. So if you fall on your face, don't just get up and dust yourself off, but uh, evaluate why did you fall on your face and what is a what what is a way that you can go forward from this because sometimes the path that you have laid out isn't the one that you're going to be on in the next year perfect example for me is i thought i was going to be in the military now i'm a film major 
Yep. So now my future is like super uncertain, but I'm happier now than I was doing the army stuff. So it's, I, I failed out of what I was doing there and I thought that was the end of me, but I got up, I'm on a different path and I'm happier than ever. So learn from, learn from your mistakes and, uh, just go forward because nothing, nothing that happens to you is going to be the end of the world. You, you can always move forward. You may think it in the moment. Mm-hmm. You may think it, mm-hmm. but persevere. Yeah. That's a really good one too. And that, uh, so our next, our second question from commander cook comes, uh, in the form of, do you have a fun childhood story? So I have one that I can think of right away. I, I know I've never told it on the show before. Okay. I'm I know sorry. that I've told you, Okay, but I've never told it on the show. So, um, this comes from this was probably the summer of 2015 or 2016 so i was going from my freshman and my sophomore year of high school i had this group of friends we would always hang out uh pretty much all day every day during the summer um there was this one day where there was this little basketball court behind this one uh little catholic school in our area we would go play like three on three basketball over there all the time well this one particular day it was a nice sunny day in the middle of probably June or July. And this other group of kids, keep in mind, we're all like about 15 or 16. And these like 12 and 13 year olds with those, this was right when those big box mod vapes became a thing. Mm. So they all had those big box mod vapes. And the, this was back in the era of the Cookie Monster snapback and the and the Osiris shoes and everything. So <laughs> these, these kids came up and they wanted to play basketball with us. We were like, sure. Very quickly, uh, they realized they were losing at basketball pretty badly because we had a major height advantage on a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they started to try and fight several of my friends. Uh, and we were just kind of like, yeah, we don't want anything to do with this. So we're just going to back off. So we started to leave and we're walking down the this, this long kind of driveway. And they're like cussing us out and screaming at us, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So I just decide, you know what? I'm just going to turn around and moon these kids. So I just go... Hey, look over here. And I just whoop, pull my shorts down, moon them. And then all of a sudden I hear, hey, and we all look over. And right next to this, this Catholic school was the university that Jackson and I went to. And I, we all look over and it was a police officer from that university yelling at us. And so we all start running i pick my pants up so so high i probably gave myself a wedgie and i'm just running like mock six and then i get about 50 feet and i realize i'm wearing a hoodie that has my last name on the back of the hoodie and it's for the rowing team for the high school that jacob and jackson and i went to and i'm like well i'm gonna have to turn myself in so all my friends kept running Without saying anything, I stopped, I turned around, I went up to the lady cop, and she was, like, screaming at me about, do you know, do you know that's public indecency? And I was like, well, yeah. And she was like, she's like, why did you do it if you knew it was wrong? And I was like, because I didn't think anybody was going to see. Like, it's that simple. Like, if I knew you were standing there, I wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. And uh, she appreciated that I came back and and gave her... um, Gave her my identification and all that. And she was like, all right, well, I'm going to let you off with a warning. You're not in any trouble. She was like, you're the only one that turned around and came back. And then I went back down two blocks, found my friends, and they all yelled at me for running back to the police. So, mm. <laughs> so that and was then it. Tommy ran back to them once more for a career. Yes, I did. Um, so. <laughs> I have I have so many experiences as a child, like growing up. It's really, really hard to, uh, pinpoint, to, one. to pinpoint just one because... Um, uh, I had a, I had a, uh, I had a good childhood. I, I had a, uh, a good time. Um, 
I guess this one's kind of funny. So, when I was in middle school, there's a at the end of my neighborhood, there was a there's a patch of woods, and uh, every so often, me and some friends, we'd go mess around in the woods, just like play around, um, like airsoft things like that. Um, and then when I was in middle school, some people were like, let's cut it all down. So they cut down most of the woods. A bear was actually living in that woods and it started running around our neighborhood, but that's a different story. That's cool. Um, but they started building these apartments there. And while it was being built, I was super, super, super into Assassin's Creed. I remember. So like parkour, free running, like urban exploration. That was like my stuff. So I was like, this is like a perfect time to do some urban exploration. So, uh, Jackson and I would go down there and we would just kind of like poke, like we wouldn't like vandalize anything cause we're not a bunch of degenerates. We would just go and look around and like climb stuff and, and every once do we break anything or like anything terrible. We just, we just wanted to look around cause we were curious children. So one day we are, we're just finishing up. We got out of one building and we're on the, the the foundation started being laid for another so it was like cinder blocks and it was rebar put in to hold the cinder blocks in place and they just started cementing like the base me and jackson are just walking on the um on the cinder blocks because we don't want to mess up the cement and we're just walking around and we just hear hey from somebody and i don't even like look to see who it is i just look at jackson and go run so we start booking it but we're not dumb. We're not going to book it directly towards the direction of our house. We're going down the street a little bit because uh, if anybody follows us and they'll think we live that way, we, we live in the opposite direction. So we, there's still a tree line from left over from the woods. So there's like, there's this little patch of trees, maybe about 20 yards deep, like deep. And then there's homes and Jackson and I come flying out of the woods, like a bat out of hell directly into somebody's backyard dinner party. There's like 30 people. <laughs> They're all just like eating dinner, like at this nice table. They have balloons and streamers. It could have been like grad party. It could have been like a gender reveal. It was just a gathering of like a lot of people. And Jackson and I just go flying through it. Jackson doesn't say a word. He's just booking it. And I'm behind him and I just go like, I look at whoever's there. I just go, hello. And I keep going. And then we book it up the street and back to our house. And uh, we definitely went back there again. But that was, that was probably the most... Other than that, there was one other time where we were in there and somebody was like a supervisor on the same floor as us and we didn't, they were like in front of the stairs and we were behind it, like next to like a patio and we didn't want to like get caught. So we like jumped from the first story and ran into the woods. That was pretty fun too. But, um, yeah. Sweet. Love stories. I love the stories that involve when you're a kid, it's like the most like scary experience ever because you think like your life is ending, but Mm -hmm. Now, looking back, it's pretty funny. Mischief. Yeah. So, uh, Commander Cook's third question is, do you believe in God? If so, how has he affected your life? Now, I know that we normally don't get into religion or politics on the podcast, but this is a question about us and our personal opinions. Mm -hmm. This has nothing. I want to preface this. We are not trying to um, propagate our opinions onto you as a viewer. This is just a question about us personally coming Mm -hmm. from one of our viewers and so we are going to answer you already started answering it no yeah a little bit a little bit i did um yeah i yes i do believe in god i have been a practicing roman catholic since i was probably seven or eight years old um however my view of my faith is very different from the stereotypical view of the catholic faith i really don't subscribe to a lot of the traditions that the church has 
made. Uh, I do like the whole uh, don't eat meat on Fridays during Lent. And I do the whole like, um, you know, uh, the fasting and the um, the going and get your ashes on Ash Wednesday. I try to I try to keep up with that stuff and like going to church on Christmas and all that stuff. But um, I really I've adopted my own version of my faith. And that is that that God is going to guide me through life, but it's up to me to do the work to get myself to where he has placed the path in front of me. Mm -hmm. But I have to do the work to get there with his guidance Mm -hmm. instead of just, Oh, well, you know, I hope God will just solve all my problems. (laughs) So, uh, I, I think that it's affected my life tremendously. I've been at rock bottom of my life, probably fall of 2020. I was at the lowest point mentally. And, uh, I, started going to church very consistently again. Uh, and ever since then, uh, my life has gotten significantly, infinitely better. And it's because I have put in work to make my life better. And I have had guidance along the way from the Lord above. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where I am. I believe that in my adult life, he has really helped me to propel myself, um, to a position that has put me ahead of many other people, my age. And I'm very, very thankful for that. So that's mine, Jacob. I'm uh, similar but different. I'm practicing Christian, which is like, uh, I, I always joke that Catholicism is Christianity plus, not because it's better, just because you have to pay for everything. <laughs> but um, uh, no, I've, I've been, I was raised in the church uh, by my parents uh, pretty much throughout my entire life. Um, and I feel like a lot, a lot of my life I've got like complacent with it, just being like, oh, I'm a Christian and you gotta go through the motions. But as of recent, I've been um I've been trying to improve myself a little bit. These guys that I'm hanging out with, like the Numa Production guys, the movie that we're making is a, is a Christian film. So uh, I've been doing Bible studies with them. We did a devotional. We recorded ADR, and if you don't know what ADR is, I was basically doing voiceover for the trailer just because um uh couldn't hear the audio too well. Um, so but we're doing. I'm trying to I'm trying to anchor myself a lot better. Um. I know my mouth sometimes doesn't portray that on this podcast, and for that I apologize. Um, that's one of my many demons I'm trying to fight off. Jacob's but, uh, vices. <laughs> vices. Potty mouth. Um, but no, I, I was raised in the church. I um, I also kind of believe in the same thing that Tommy is. is um, I I don't think uh, I'm just sitting here going, God help me, is going to do anything. I have to get up and work for it just through uh, the guidance and the plan that he has set for me. But I also don't believe I don't subscribe to the whole like um, the whole like religion aspect of it. I've subscribed to the fact that I feel like it's a it's a faith and a relationship with Jesus and like God and things like that rather than like, oh, if I show up to church, I get brownie points to go to heaven. Right. I, I agree. I agree. I feel like um, I feel like your actions speak louder than words. And if um, uh, you can see him through me, I feel like that's yeah, that's the work that has to be done. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my biggest thing is like, I, at the end of the day, because you don't know when you're going to go, dude, Mm -hmm. you don't know when, when everything is went today, you might, you might, (laughs) you might implode miles under the ocean. (laughs) just that random. You might spend, God's looking down right now. You might spend $275,000 to get crushed like a tin can. God's looking down right now. Go to hell. Straight to hell. (laughs) anyways but i'm just like no but it's it's seriously though you never know when everything is going to end and so my philosophy is have i done more good than bad 
at the when my life ends like am i will i be deserving if you look at the the entirety of my life did i do more good for others than i did you know negative to others mm-hmm. in my life and that's kind of what i try to live off of every day so mm-hmm. yes so that was that was we i think we did a really good job with that we're one. getting deep so deep on the 1313 podcast. <laughs> on on the topic of deep questions, uh, the next one comes from Nate W. Uh, shout out to Nate, another um, patron and member of our Discord, as Love well you, as Nate. active community member. Uh, he wants to know who is the most bangable live action character. Non woke answers only. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you mean Star Wars characters because we are a Star Wars podcast. I feel like live action is just too broad. The fact that we're answering this right after, <laughs> do you believe in God? Who is bangable? What a terrible way to, like, you should have done that one first. <laughs> Garza Whip. Just putting it out there. From Book of Boba Fett. Oh. Yeah. Um, That's it. That's my final answer. No more comments other than that. My girlfriend watches this podcast, so I feel like I'm going to be in trouble no matter what I say. Pen me on my dollar. Anyway. <laughs> So, um, Gazoom tight. Yeah, my, my, my bad. Anyway, anywho. So, all right. So, we got a bunch on, um, on Discord? On Discord oh, as well. Yeah. So, that was just from YouTube. So, again, keep, uh, if you're on YouTube, make sure you check out our community tab because in the future we will probably do this again. Um, because right now, Star Wars drought, we don't have anything to talk about. Other so, than outlaws. Answering. <laughs> Yeah, answering fan questions is a lot more entertaining for us than trying to find a topic to talk about. So, guys, what does Jawa stew taste like? All right, so this one comes from Stuck in Carbonite, Patreon member, Discord member. Shout out to you, man. We love you, Evan. Uh, Which Star Wars character are you most similar to? Not your favorite character, but who do you act like, think like, or would operate like? I think we should probably answer this for each other. Because I feel like I would not be honest if I tried to answer it for myself. Okay. What do you think? I, I I'm down. I just gotta think. I know. I because gotta think. um, I think you are. I think you're a lot like Commander Fox. Yeah. Because you're sometimes you are sickeningly by the book. <laughs> you have to do everything by the book the way that it is written. That's just who you are. Um, and sometimes you, uh, you, sh- you shoot your fellow clones. At- no, um, no, I just think cause you, you, you adhere to the rules in such a way that mo- most others would like bend the rules for in case of feelings or empathy where you're just kind of like, nope. It's the way that it is, man. Mm-hmm. So I-, I feel like if I were to give you anybody, it might be commander Fox. That's a good one. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked him. See, that's what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have picked commander Fox. Cause I was like. Who's by the book other than Fox and Mace Windu? Um, <laughs> the guy, the, pol- the police constable from Star Wars The Clone nah, Wars. No, because Jen and I just watched those episodes of Clone Wars, dude. <laughs> and she kept looking at me every time he talked. <laughs> you got a cosplay. Uh, uh, you guys can go back to the uh, senating, and I'll go back to the inspecting. <laughs> you got a cosplay. She a told me I need to cosplay <laughs> for Halloween. I said, hell no, I'm not doing that. Anyways. Um, Jen and I are on Bluetooth connection. <laughs> We're connected. Um, let me think of what would be a good one for you. A good character. I, I have, like, the idea of, like, the character type. 
but I'm I'm struggling to think of of a specific character because like I'm thinking of a character and I, I have like the image of the character in my head like the silhouette of the character I'm like I can't think of their name um, describe them actually I would probably say Jacob is most like fives if we're gonna keep on the uh, the if we're keeping on a clone trooper level. Because that's probably the characters we're most familiar with. You gotta explain that, because I don't follow. So it's funny because Fives is Jackson's favorite character, but I think Jacob is more like Fives. Because if you look at Fives, his he is willing to be the one to just call out the BS. Like he'll be the character to say when something is wrong, and like, and he doesn't. He has no filter about it. Like he's just gonna say it. And you're very much like that. You've done that in at work. You've done it at school. You've done it in many settings. You don't care what the environment is or what um, the status quo says. Like, if you think something is wrong or messed up, you're just going to let the person know that that's, that's messed up, that's wrong. Okay. And you don't care what kind of repercussions come to you because of that or what people think. Yeah. And in that, in that way, I think you're a lot like Fives. But I think if I were to pick another character... This is killing me because I know that there's one like it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of this other character. I'll, I'll probably come back to it if I think about it. Who would you pick for yourself? For myself. Who would you describe yourself as if you were to honestly pick a character? If I were to honestly pick for myself, there are so many characters in Star Wars to pick from. Do you know who you would pick for yourself? I have an idea, but everybody's gonna think I'm conceited until I just till I give my reasoning. That's tough, dude. I I honestly, if it was me, I would probably say Captain Rex because in this on the same line of thinking that you said Commander Fox, Rex is the one that will do will do things by the book, but then again Rex learns over time, and I feel like I have learned over time that doing things by the book isn't always the right way to do things. And sometimes that does come with consequences, whether you saw it coming or not, doing the thing that you know is right versus doing the thing that's by the book. Mm -hmm. So that that's kind of why I... And again, that's why I have him tattooed on my arm. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for that, you know? Because um, I resonate with that character so much. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I think uh, that's probably what I would pick. If I'm picking for myself, I'm probably going with Anakin. On, on the the basis of Anakin is probably the most impulsive person in Star Wars. <laughs> and if you know me, I don't plan anything. I fly by the seat of my pants 90% of the time, and I'm very headstrong. And once I have something in my, my mind, I'm kind of like, okay, I want to do it this way, and I want to do it now. And Five says that too. So uh, if, I feel like if I'm, if I'm pulling just from that, not from his dashing good looks or his <laughs> chiseled bod, I'm going with, I'm going with Anakin, I think. That is a good one, though. That is a good one. Though. Let us know in the comments below, who do you think Tommy and I are a Star Wars character? We're going to get Psy Snoodles and Zero the Hut. <laughs> That's what we're going to get. And their love triangle. So, <laughs> all right. Next question comes from James, also at the Max Rebo Experience on Twitter. Um, he says, do you think Haja helping out young Princess Leia is why she's so into scoundrels? Um, no. I'm going to say no. Short answer, no. I disagree, because um, she likes nice men. 
from the words from her mouth, she likes nice men. As Han Solo goes, um, I think she likes Han Solo because Han Solo is everything that she did not grow up with. Mm-hmm. They're op- opposites attract. He's a bad boy. Yeah. Gosh, Lady, Lady and the Tramp vibes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, next one, um, Hybrid Toy Reviews. Shout out to Hybrid. Oh, gosh. What um, you says, who would win in a battle of the bands, the Modal Nodes or the Max Rebo Band? It's pretty obvious to me. Max Rebo Band. Really? Is winning I'm this thinking one. Modal Nodes, actually. Max Rebo Band is more variety, in my opinion. Yeah, but... Modal- they're, they're also more diverse. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm... I'm going with modal notes just because their sound is iconic. That's true. It's the more second, iconic. The second you hear the bum, 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 everybody knows what it is. Everybody knows what it is. That's true. So I feel like that's how they got a leg up. One hit wonder. <laughs> they only got one song. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Tendi, Lay Turret wants to know, is Lay Turret a support player or a camper in Battlefront 2? The other team would say he's a camper. I, as his teammate, would say he's a support player. We'll go support. I don't pay attention enough. I'm usually dying 90% of the time. So, um, Phase 2 Action Review wants to know, why do you think Fordo's better than Rex? Because he's not. You see all the memes that they were making about Dude, it? Dude, they made a lot of they memes. They were crushing you. He, uh, he posted them on Instagram and lost a bunch of Instagram followers over it. That's funny. Um, I... I I just think it's not about the character. It's about like if if throwing aside like character development and all that stuff. If you just put those two in a room together and had them fight, I think Captain Fordo would beat Captain Rex in a fight. That has always been my argument and I don't know why that has gotten twisted into uh Tommy thinks that Captain Fordo is a better character than Captain Rex. No, I don't think that. I think that if you put the two in a fight, if you had them arm wrestle Captain Fordo beats Captain Rex. That's it. That's my opinion. I still disagree. (laughs) And we'll leave it at that. (laughs) Uh, Another question from James at the Max Rebo Experience says, do you think James Mangold's movie will be more like Willow and less like Star Wars? 25,000 BBY is is before hyperspace travel and blasters. I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly, I hope it's more like Lord of the Rings, to be honest with you. I feel like it'd be cool to get something within the Star Wars universe that is a little bit more medieval. I agree. Um, Vibro blades and all that kind of fun stuff. Maybe yeah. proto sabers with like proto packs. If we're getting like anything to of the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see like the dark ages of Star Wars, um, where everything kind of evolves from. I agree. Watch them just have technology like us. Yeah. They're just driving around a Ford Focus. Guys, it's the Dawn of the Jedi. The iPhone 8 just dropped. <laughs> it looks like a Marvel movie. <laughs> Guys, he's right behind me, isn't he? I want to... Okay. I was telling some of my friends this. I want to like make a Star Wars project just so I can write that line in it, into it and make people mad. Because I feel like that'd be so funny. That and... Guys, we won the Star War. <laughs> <laughs> if I could fit both of those into one project, that'd be so funny. Um... Our next question from Phase 2 Action Review says, um, never watch the Clone Wars or never watch the sequels? This is a bad, That's how a about, bad oh, question. How, many, how about I change it? Never watch the Clone Wars or never watch the original trilogy? Never watch the original trilogy. 
Really? I'll just say it. Really? And that's my bias because I grew up with the Clone Wars. That's I grew up bias. with the Clone Wars too, but <clears throat> the original trilogy is so quintessential to like what everything. I'm going with Clone Wars as well. Yeah, I like the OT a lot. I like it a lot, but Clone Wars is my baby. I wouldn't be the person I am today without the Clone Wars. I'd probably be off somewhere smoking crack without the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. Is that all? Um, We have one more coming from James. He asks, maybe it's just me, but it seems like a lot of people are assuming Filoni's movie will star the Mandalorian, but that's Favreau's character. Will Ahsoka be the main character or Mama Bo? Honestly, I think the movie will be... I think the show is Ahsoka focused because the movie will be more of an Avengers style. I think it'll movie. Like, take place with all characters. That I agree. I think it's not going to be any one character. I think it'll probably focus most on kind of like Iron Man and Captain America. It'll focus most on Ahsoka and Din Djarin with Grogu. Mm -hmm. I think all the other characters take a back seat here. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's going to be more of like a superhero team up style. It's becoming very, <clears throat> very apparent though that pedro pascal doesn't want to be the mandalorian anymore um because he doesn't get to show his face well yeah because he he just did um an interview with variety where he talked about mando season three was basically just a voiceover gig and he called it that and um he also put something he mentioned how he wants uh he thinks bo katan taking the lead role for mando season three would be best so i think we, we might be losing dingerin I'd be fine if they just recast him. You never see his face anyway. Damn. It, it's just, just AI voice it. It's just annoying because to me, that's a total... That's just a really like entitled move. Like It's not about you as the actor. It's about the character. It's Star Wars. It's, it's not about what you want in your performance. It's They're not going to keep writing in more reasons for Din Djarin to take his helmet off when it's such a central part of his religion... In his character that he just doesn't do that. Yeah, that yeah, and the only times he does it are because of ex exigent circumstances. In the first season, he doesn't take off his own helmet. IG-11 takes it off for him. And then in season two, he takes it off because of his love for Grogu is so strong. He wants Grogu to see his face because he doesn't know if he'll ever see him again. Mm -hmm. That's that. If you keep making it happen, it takes away the significance of it. It's like um, now when I see more and more Jedi surviving Order 66, it kind of takes away the specialty of um, Obi-Wan, Luke, and right. Yoda. Uh, Yoda just being the last three. Because yeah. that's like, oh, there's actually like... Jedi everywhere. A lot. I mean, even still, like if there's only 100 of them, that's still like a 0.1% of oh, yeah. what was there. But I agree with you. It mm -hmm. still feels like that it wasn't as good as it was supposed to be. But then again, they explain that away with the Inquisitors. Mm -hmm. You know? I don't know. But yeah, that's, I think that wraps up the questions. I don't think we got any on Twitter. Let me just check real quick. Check the Twitter. Cause I did tweet this as well. Guys interact with us on Twitter. If you're not interacting with us on Twitter, please. And thank you. Yeah. We got nothing on the Twitter. Damn you. Um, let's see. Yeah. That's pretty much it for questions. And I totally had something else that I was going to add too, but I guess that that isn't going to be a thing now. Tommy's little brain cannot remember. Ah. Yeah, so. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I hope you guys enjoyed this little Q&A session that we yeah. did. That was fun for me. Us, uh, 
very not Star Wars, Star Wars podcast episode. Yeah, the thirteen thirteen podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. If you haven't already, make sure you leave a like, leave a comment, and subscribe. Make sure you're keeping up with us on social media. So if we do do another one of these episodes and we ask a question, you can uh, ask us anything you want and get also receive a little shout-out. Um, also, if you haven't already, make sure that you're supporting us on Patreon. Link is in the description below. We have merch. If you feel like buying that, you can buy some merch as well. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch are uh, all linked down below in the link tree. Make sure that you are following please and thank you and uh yeah subscribe tell your mom to subscribe your dad to subscribe your goldfish your um albino opossum whatever you got your green anole tell your green anole to subscribe <laughs> if it has fingies make sure it presses subscribe we're getting really close to that 1000 mark and if we can if we can get to 1000 before ericon that'd be pretty sweet that'd be dope that'd be awesome so thank you guys so much for watching this episode uh, see you next time. Bye, Bye. everybody! Bye.